What's up, sweetest honey? We are back with our mini series, and today we are tackling a beast. <laughs> it's a big topic, and it kind of is intimidating because I feel like there's not a concrete right or wrong way to do it, and there's so many opinions on the world, but we're going to share our advice to your questions on it. And it's kind of from two perspectives because Jessica and I are in different places with these things. So we are talking about dating today. Yay. Welcome, <laughs> Jessica. Hello, hello, everybody. Sweetest Honey Podcast. We're yeah, back. We're back. <laughs> Let's dive right in. Um, I think most of our questions that we got from the poll we took were about dating, which is really funny <laughs> um, because I feel like no one is an expert on it. And We'll share our experiences, but just take it with a grain of salt. Agreed. <laughs> okay, first up, the question was dating help. Period. <laughs> Period. And dating in modern times, which this is kind of funny because I had a conversation with someone about how much this has changed over time. Mm -hmm. And just thinking back to how our parents dated and how they ha didn't have social media. And so they were just calling each other's home phones and had to talk to their parents to get a hold of each other. Yeah. And it was so much more intentional. <laughs> it really was. Yeah, I can remember my mom telling me, you know, be she could just remember being in her living room having to answer the phone, but the phone is also connected to the wall by a cord. So she has to, like, she can only go as far as the cord will take her. So her yeah. whole family could be in the living room talking. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Yeah, times have changed. I, I don't know. It it also kind of – I have so many thoughts going through my head right now right. about this Me because too. social media has changed dating so much because – Yeah, I mean, for obvious reasons, I guess it's changed a lot of different things other than just dating as well. But, you know, back, back then, way back then, <laughs> way back I feel then. like you – only really knew your pool of people that you were surrounded by every day yeah. and that you happened to bump the people that you happen to bump into. But now it's opened up the dating world to literally anyone any and everyone who's on social media, who's on social media. <laughs> and so I don't know. It's, I, I, it's hard to say whether it's a positive or negative yeah. thing because Claire and I have talked about this a lot, but, and I don't want this to come across as, settling or something because right. don't settle never settle but just sitting in your contentness yeah and even with whether it's you know whatever you might struggle with like body image or something else too like there's always gonna be somebody out there that has more than you and somebody out there that has less yes. than you yeah. and I just feel like dating kind of is in the same For category sure. a little bit you could have a great man and then mm -hmm. you look online and find Zac Efron over <laughs> in the corner and you're like, what about him? I don't know. Yeah. I just think it's... I was going to say, I think we're slightly at a disadvantage because we have access to everything. Yeah. And, and unfortunately, that puts people in a lot of bad situations. I mean, it really can make you compare your relationship or just if you have a great relationship and you're looking somewhere else, like that's not good, <laughs> you know? And good. I think this is why it's important to be grounded in your faith because yeah just knowing what you're looking for and and learning how to appreciate whoever your girlfriend boyfriend spouse partner yeah. is 
I think that's so important. It is. And this leads me into a whole topic of conversation because I think we're also fed just a Hollywood type relationship and Mm -hmm. marriage and, and, you know, on social media, everyone posts the good stuff. So it's the comparison. Yes. And it sets you up for unrealistic expectations for a relationship. And so I feel like that's the biggest thing about our generation and dating in modern times is a lot of people search for the what is it fairy tale type of thing yes and everything's perfect and blah 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 and we just set these very unrealistic expectations when truly love is a choice Mm -hmm. and we'll get into that but love is a choice and relationships are not perfect they're not meant to be no one is so if you have those expectations you're never gonna find someone agree no I completely agree and again that's why I'm like it's it's a fine line of you're not settling but you're finding contentness Mm -hmm. in real world situations versus movie situations you can't and to go back to social media too just the whole comparison aspect of dating looks anything it's it just plays such a big role into it and if you're, if you don't learn how to find contentness with where you are, yeah, then you're just never going to be happy. There's always going to be something to complain about or something else to look reach for, for yeah. or look for. And obviously, I mean, at least for us, the goal <laughs> is to get married. Like, I am not out here just playing. Dating for fun. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yes and no, but like yeah. the end goal is married. So at least in my opinion. Yes, I agree. <laughs> so there's definitely things to look for in a relationship. And I think another area where we fall short in this culture is just dating for the attraction or the fun you have with someone, which is not a bad thing. Those are things that should be taken into consideration Mm -hmm. for sure. But there's so many more levels that you need for like a real authentic relationship. I agree. And to add on to that, this also leads into – kind of a similar topic but I think it's easy sometimes to be blinded by we can call this we'll put this under the attraction category Mm -hmm. but blinded by maybe something that someone does or yeah lifestyle and you know of course as Christians we know we're not supposed to define ourselves by what we do you know I I don't want to be known as DCC Jessica for you know you won't be that's (laughs) the end all be all I I want to be known as Jessica and for the other things um that make me me but yes I feel like we can't do that to the person that we're trying to pursue either maybe it's us with DCC I think we have to be careful too as dancers and like living kind of in that semi limelight a little bit we have have to be careful about what people other people are defining us as yeah and you can tell and it and it yeah you can really tell and it's easy to it's easy to fall into that and kind of be blinded by this Ooh, this person is this, that, and the other, yeah. and this will be so much fun versus, okay, what what am I truly looking for? What mm-hmm. are the must-haves in somebody that I'm looking for in a husband? Mm-hmm. And then everything else kind of fall into place. Yes, because at the end of the day, you're choosing to spend the rest of your life with somebody. You better be best friends <laughs> and really enjoy that person. And mm-hmm. at least for me, I want to look for somebody who's going to be there through the ups and the downs of life because it's not perfect. And 
I don't know, you know, it's just somebody mm-hmm. who's going to be there with you to like go Solid. through a life. Rock. Yeah. <laughs> Again, love is a choice. You're going to wake up to the person in 50 years and you guys could not, you're not going to feel those lovey dovey mm-hmm. butterflies, but, <laughs> but at that, you know, at that point you've lived so much life together. The love is so much deeper than that. Mm-hmm. And um, so I think just looking for character and character over time, like consistency and consistency, what people live out versus <laughs> their words. Like, yeah, actions speak louder than words. Yeah. And I think we have to really analyze people. And it, like, that sounds really harsh, but you know what I mean? Yeah. And there's one thing I want to say to that, and I'll let you take over because Jessica isn't <laughs> – she's been dating her boyfriend for like five years, but <laughs> – Not quite, uh, but almost. <laughs> yeah. I used to be the girl that made a checklist for <laughs> what I was looking for in a guy, so I would know, like, this is what I wanted. Exactly. This is who I was praying for, God, <laughs> which, you know, there's some good and truth to that, but I think – we can create such high expectations. And if you look at your list, what if you have a list maybe, mm-hmm. you have to ask yourself if you're that person. Mm-hmm. Because if you're not holding yourself to that high standard, then you can't hold somebody else That's to so that. True. You know, and I think a lot of times we turn around we turn away great people because of a small flaw. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, look at yourself. Are you always patient and humble and kindly, you know, like there's, there's definitely characteristics that like I'm seeking in a person and stuff, but like, they're not Jesus. So exactly take, you know, you have to leave. Nobody's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's a good way to look at it. I wish, I wish I would, (laughs) I was going to say, I wish I would have known that, but I've, it's obviously worked out. There's non-negotiables too, though. Like for sure. I was going to say, I, I feel like, especially I mean, I, I met Michael in college. Mm-hmm. I Yeah, I was a junior and he was a senior. And actually, neither one of us had serious relationships before, prior to each other. Mm-hmm. So, and you know, that sounds, I, I wasn't like single and alone all the time. But, you know, I had, I had <laughs> things with people and things like that. She was living her best life. Living the best life, you know. <laughs> but, sure. <laughs> But really and truly, Michael and I were our first, each other's first serious relationships. But I feel like at the time that I met him, now I was kind of on a whole like train of, I don't like boys, screw boys, because of other things that happened. You've been screwed over. And so I wasn't, yeah, a couple times. And I just kind of was not really looking for much. Yeah. But when I met Michael, you know, I, I have that. I guess you could call it a small checklist in the back of your mind, but yeah, for sure. just, just the non-negotiables. I don't really like calling it a checklist, but obviously everybody has their non-negotiables, non-negotiables yeah. and things that they're really looking for. But I think it's important to keep that list fluid too, because we all for change sure. over time. And mm-hmm. I, I think about, I commend the people who are high school sweethearts and stuff. Cause I, you know, that's amazing. But I feel like if you think about yourself from high school to now, such a different person. 25 now. Yeah. I feel like I'm such a different person. Right. And think about myself now from 10 years to now, you're such a different person. So yeah. I don't know. It's, I feel like you have to be fluid with things and allow room for growth and change. But as long as your solid foundation is there and you're there together, then it works. So what are your non-negotiables then? 
Ooh. If off the top of your head. Well, Faith was like number the very one. first one. Yeah. That was that was the number one. That was just the non-negotiable. It just I really didn't entertain anything ever that if somebody didn't share the same values, the same values and, and faith and obviously, yeah. you know, just being a good person, being kind, patience is huge. I'm I'm so thankful. I love my parents. They've been married for I forgot how long, 30 something years. Yeah. And they're just such a great example of I feel like what to look for and either a husband or a wife. Mm -hmm. And my dad is always super patient with us and of course he has his <laughs> moments mm -hmm. as everyone does. Nobody neither one of them are He's perfect. He's a girl dad. He has he to have is. patience. Plus Jake. Oh, <laughs> thank I goodness forgot. for yeah. Jake. <laughs> Oh, poor, Jake. poor Jake. Everybody <laughs> always forgets about him. But he's got Jake. He just got Jake to go do the boy stuff with. Yeah. But I don't know. I feel like I look to him for a lot of the qualities that I looked for in a husband. And there's a lot of things in Michael that I've seen in my dad. But now that I think about it, I feel like really the one non-negotiable is faith. Yeah. And I'm after that, I will entertain things. And if mm -hmm. and then if there's something that you don't like or maybe that's coming close to a non-negotiable. Yeah. Then, I mean, you can have that conversation then and decide if it's worth ending something or can keeping it going or whatever. But I just think, for sure. I think faith is really the, at the top one. of the list. Yeah. I can't think of anything else that would come close to that. I agree. I think faith is obviously my non-negotiable too. It's important to share those values. I know I want to raise my kids a certain way. Mm -hmm. So if that's not, another good one though, kids. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but if you're not on the same page, like it makes it a lot harder. I think you're just signing yourself up for a battle, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So I think that eliminates some of the issues. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I mean, and there's other stuff too. Now that you just said that, that kind of opened up a can of worms with family. I mean, family first, things like that, making yeah. sure that, you know, I, I wanted to find somebody that would always put my family first and really want to be a great dad someday, things mm -hmm. like that. But again, it's like, if you have that and not the faith, then it doesn't work right. at all. Yeah, so true. And obviously we know faith trickles into everything and you can, a person can grow into characteristics like mm -hmm. being humble, being mm -hmm. patient. I mean, obviously you look for those things up front, but God changes your heart. Mm -hmm. So I think those are the you know, you have to like leave room for growth, growth. there. Um, okay. But yeah, I would also say for me. Yeah, what's yours? I mean, I really pay attention to how somebody treats others when mm -hmm. no one's watching. Like, I, just, I don't know. I just really take into account character. Um, mm -hmm. And if people, I want, to, I want to be with somebody who loves God, but also like loves other people mm -hmm. really well and is kind of open arms with that. Because that's how. I want to be like, I, yeah. I love people. I love my friends. I love being mm -hmm. around others. So I would say someone who just has like a good heart. Mm -hmm. Um, and Great. my, I would say my dad is definitely an example. He's so patient. He's a saint. <laughs> <laughs> he honestly sets the bar really high. Um, but he's just patient and he's consistent and um, a very good listener and very, very, very humble. So yeah, I love that. And I hope and pray that my husband is like that, but it took him years <laughs> to get there. So yeah. I got to keep that in mind. True. Okay. 
Next question is what to do when it feels like all your friends are getting married, which ha ha, this is me right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is such a relevant question for it our is. age, especially. Yeah. I feel like everyone's getting married, but also like all of my friends are married, engaged to be engaged. And <laughs> then little old Claire is floating around. We were just talking about this too. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But obviously, I mean, you should be so happy for your, your friends. Like that's amazing that they found their person. And I love that all my friends are happy. Mm -hmm. And I just think that you have to trust in God's timing. And I think this has been like, it's a battle for everybody, mm -hmm. but definitely have learned you can't force anything. I don't ever want to force God's will with something because it doesn't work out. Like, right. So just trusting that he is preparing you in your heart for someone and like the same on the other side is so like it gives me peace knowing that it's like all mm -hmm. in his hands um but i'm not gonna say it doesn't get alone lonely out here because <laughs> <laughs> me and danny my, one of my other friends we always talk about it we're like we're great we're chilling but it's a little lonely sometimes when your friends are going on their dates and you're is, fifth wheeling. And it is so hard. I Yeah, I, I get that because – and we've all felt that at some point. But I will say – I well, first of all, I, I have a shameless plug for a really great book. It's called Single Dating, Engaged, Married. Love it. Made by Ben Stewart. I actually heard it on Sadie Robertson's podcast, mm -hmm. funny enough, um, for the first time. And then Claire said that she had read it. And it just talks about how singleness is a gift for sure. and it sounds kind of cheesy. And I know you're probably thinking, I know that's what they say, but yeah. when am I going to find my man? Yes. It is hard to realize it in the moment, but it really is a gift. <laughs> and, and I'm pretty sure this is in this book, but he talks about how if you are running towards the Lord mm -hmm. and you're running in a straight line towards the Lord, you're AKA not zigzag diagonaling trying to find different men. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then you're going to end up looking to the right and somebody next to you is going to be running in the same direction, in the same straight line. And you're both going to look to the right and left together. Yeah. And then you'll just run in a straight line together towards the Lord. Right. And I just thought that was such a great little, I love that a great little visual that's helpful for sure. And just realizing that everybody is so well, on their same timing. Time. Yeah. Yes. So. Um, and I think, I mean, you have to realize too, I had to realize <laughs> this is the one time in your life when you're single, when you can do anything you mm -hmm. want and no, you don't have, you can be selfish with your time. Like mm -hmm. you can do whatever, you know, you're not catering to somebody else's needs at that point. So I love that because I have freedom. I could move to Europe if I mm -hmm. wanted to, but I will also say on the other side, I've talked about this when you feel ready yeah. to do life with somebody and you feel ready to like have God bring somebody mm -hmm. into your life. That's when it's kind of a mental battle, but yeah. it's also where you really have to trust that it's God knows best. In. Yes. And that, yeah, just trust. And like, again, just not forcing anything. I agree. Um, That's when you run in the straight line. Yeah. Focus on the things God's put in your life now and he'll, he'll bring that person mm -hmm. on the other side. So I love that. Okay. Next question is cute. How do you want guys to approach you? I want you to start. I just like it when they slide in my DMs. I'm just <laughs> I just really like it when they I, send me like I just love it when they <laughs> slide right into my DMs. No. Hey, baby. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, no. I 
I do have to preface it with this. I met Michael in person through mutual friends, but he did end up sliding into my DMs. Shot a shot. After I followed him on Instagram. Love that. And then, yeah, the rest is history. It's a little. So, you know, DMs are fine. But to each their own. (laughs) To each their own. It's the day and age we live in. In all seriousness, how do you want guys to approach you? How did you want Michael to approach you, I guess? Or like, what did you find attractive about the way that he did approach you? I think, I think just being, being and feeling respected and appreciated is such an important factor to a successful marriage or I'm not married. (laughs) (laughs) A successful relationship is what I Not yet. (laughs) (laughs) But I really think that's so true. And when you take the time to tell somebody that you appreciate them, and this is true now, you know, back then or four years later, here we are again, just when you take the time to tell somebody that you appreciate what they're doing or you respect all that they're doing or the way that they did this and it made you feel good. I don't know. I just think there's so many little examples that Michael has done of that and it made me feel so good and just valued. I think that's all we want to feel in a relationship is valued. And obviously I, I love Michael, so I want to bring value to his life. And when I feel like I've done that, and he lets me know that, then I don't know. It makes me it makes me feel loved and appreciated even more. That's deep. I that's, love that's it. That's really deep. Wow. I didn't oh. even know I was thinking that until I said that. That's actually really great advice. I I love that. Respect is huge. Um, and mm-hmm. I feel like it's lucky. Yeah. Um, I would say the same. I think to add on to that consistency with intentionality. Um mm-hmm. and in the opposite direction. What not to look what for. What not to look for. Probably a love bomber. I'll say it. <laughs> love bombers. They're out there. Oh. They're roaming the earth. Watch out. <laughs> too many times have, have I fallen for that. Um, You're not the only one. No, we all do. We all do. Everybody, sure. everybody falls for love bombing sometimes. But I do think it's really important to be on the lookout for. I, I would so much rather somebody be – like err on the side of caution. Yeah. Because that's somebody's heart that you're messing with and somebody's feelings. That's just one tiny example. For sure. No, I think think it's a red flag off the top just because, especially if you've never met this person maybe or they're new in your life. Like if they don't know you to your core and they're saying all this stuff to you, I would question how they think that. Like, do you, is this the idea you have of me? Or have you seen this play out in my life and can give like true and real, Mm -hmm. you know, examples? And maybe, you know, maybe they really mean it. But I think that's where consistency comes in. And Mm -hmm. I just think with love bombing, no matter what, it always fades. Yeah. No matter what, you know, like I, I it just, I've heard that from a million people. And I think where a lot of that comes from too, is kind of being blindsided by yeah. maybe an appearance or what somebody does. For Again, sure. I'm bringing it back to us because I mean, these are, these are, this is just the life that we live in yeah. with dating and doing Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders and all of that. It's, mm-hmm. you have to make sure that people's intentions are, are pure. pure. And I do remember I have a small story about one of my friends from college. I remember she dated her boyfriend for several years and they were getting serious at the time. And he was about to say, I love you. And 
he said, I love you to her for the first time. And she, she's kind of funny. She was like, why? Like, why do you love me? <laughs> why? And he, the, the reasons that he listed were not, not what she was expecting in the best way. He was saying, you know, it, everything that he it was like said was about her, her on heart. the inside yeah. and about her heart. Mm -hmm. And she's such a beautiful girl and, you know, danced and did all the things. But what he loved most about her was her heart and different things that she did, the way that she treated people, yada, yada. Yeah. And it meant so much to her. And I just remember thinking about that. And I think it's, I think it's just so important to find someone who's going to see you for who you truly are and not just yes. an outward appearance or thing or something that masks that. For sure. And I've definitely heard beautiful stories about people falling in love, mm -hmm. just love at first sight and it works out. So <laughs> yes, true. we're not saying, we're not like here to put a buzzkill on that, but no buzzkills. Yeah. But it's, I think proceed with caution. And with that, I think I love when I go on a date and a guy is intentionally asking questions about me or my life and, mm -hmm. you know, vice versa. I do the same, but, um, just intentionally trying to get to know your heart. And mm -hmm. that's where I feel valued. When someone tries to like dig a little deeper yes. and like in is intentionally asking you questions or – And maybe, is genuine about it. Yes. Or maybe they've listened to the things that you said you like and, you know, the next time you talk, like they – I don't know. Bring it up Bring or it find up something or, about it or yeah, just – Yeah, they let you know they remember yeah. that you said that. I think that's so cute. Mm -hmm. And to your point about – meaning the words that you said, actually, in one of my past relationships, I remember, this is a good, this is a good thing. Um, we were like going to say I love you, all the stuff we wanted to say it, but he said, like, I'd rather we prove it with actions, mm -hmm. you know, first. first and over time, and then really say it when, like, we have reasons, like, we've had examples to show it. Yeah, and that kind of stuck with me. Like, yes, that is so true. Like, I love that. There is nothing more attractive. Yes. <laughs> and I was going to say, too, whether it's saying I love you or whether it's something else, just I, I, I think it's so attractive when someone makes sure they mean what they say before they say, they say it, because it could also be something else. I'm going to don't worry. Don't worry, honey. I'm going to take the trash out tonight. Yeah. And then you don't. I know that's a silly example, but, okay. but whatever. Um, it could be anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Those are just some little things. I I will say I think inconsistency is the most annoying thing ever. Like mm -hmm. decide if you, if you want to go for the person, go for it. But if you are in between, you don't know if you want to be in that person's life or you do. Like, hit the road, Jack. We are not – no one has time for that. <laughs> hit the road. I hate that. I'm like, just decide. But I'm not here for you mm -hmm. to play games and come right. in and out of my life. I hate that more than anything. Yeah, that's super annoying. So those are the things not to do. <laughs> I agree. And just being honest, yeah. too. Like, it's okay um, if you're not going to work out or whatever, but yeah, be honest about it. You know what? I will say one more thing about this, and it's, you know, obvious, but – just I want a guy to approach me in his genuine form and personality mm -hmm. like not trying to be anything he's not because eventually that's going to get shown and it's going to be an issue if you 
are with somebody who you 100%. thought is 100% or is drastically different yeah. than who they are. And I just think it's a waste of time and energy. I, I just have always said, like, I want to be myself. I don't want to try to be anything else. And if you don't like me, you don't like me, but mm -hmm. <laughs> take it, take it or leave it at face yeah. value. <laughs> yeah. But I'm not here to show you all my best things mm -hmm. and lead you to and think. put on a show. Yeah. No, I'm not here. For I that. agree. Come as you are. Come as you are. Um, okay. Being in your twenties and searching for Mr. Right. I have Ooh. so many thoughts on this. Do share with the class. Do share. Um, okay. Well, we can talk about this. I think that hot take, a lot of people probably think the same thing. <laughs> There's not one person in your life for you, no matter what. Mm -hmm. Hollywood tells you there's not the one, but there is the one that you choose to love and spend your life with. And mm -hmm. I think, you know, you have a piece in a feel like the feelings of mm -hmm. like, I want to choose this person for sure. But I think the whole Mr. Right thing is very misconstrued and can lead us into following like fleeting feelings instead of again, going back to like consistency and character, like evaluating somebody over time, seeing how your relationship plays out over time and through the ups and the downs. So I agree. And it's about who you choose. Going off of that too, with it being a choice, obviously this is extremely important to Claire and I, but just, I think it's important to look for somebody who's always going to put God first and understands that. I know yeah. Michael just had a couple friends that just got married and Michael was telling me that he had asked, he was the best man for this guy. And he was asking him, you know, how did you know that Tiller was the one? When did you know all this mm -hmm. stuff? And he told Michael, I knew she was the one because I, I know no matter what, she is always going to put God first. And that just, that, I that's don't know, awesome. that, that's really powerful. I yeah. love that. And it's yes. so true. I just think that that's, the glue that holds everything together. It is. That is the perfect segue into the next question um, a little bit, but there's a verse in the Bible, Proverbs, talking about Proverbs 31 woman. Everyone's probably read it, but um, one of the parts I love says a godly woman is more precious and rare than jewels and should be praised. Like a godly woman is to be praised. Mm -hmm. And I think like if God looks at his daughters that way, you should look at yourself as a child of God, like no less. And if, mm -hmm. and if your man is not recognizing <laughs> that you are more precious than jewels, then he better get go. <laughs> he can this hit the true. road again. <laughs> that is so true. But I think it does. I think a lot of people have struggles with it too, maybe for different reasons, but maybe for, maybe for lack of understanding your self-worth yeah. and, and knowing how valuable and precious you truly are in God's eyes and how loved you are yeah. and what you truly deserve. So I think a lot of it does go back to that. And mm -hmm. again, for, to me, it's all so, so deeply rooted in faith and it just starts right there. Yeah. So I don't know. I think if you're having any of these feelings or feel rocky or unsure of what you deserve, I think your faith is where you start. Listen to what God tells you. Mm-hmm you are and deserve, you know, Agreed. um, but I can say, honestly, I haven't always been confident in that. And there's still times oh, when yeah, that is shaken <laughs> for sure. Um, but just 
being older and wiser and knowing like what God says about his daughters and I don't know how he views a godly woman, like view yourself in that same standard when you're dating. Mm -hmm. And it's not in a cocky way. It's just confidence and like Mm -hmm. how God created you to be. Ask yourself what you would tell a friend. Yeah. Your best friend or your sister. Yeah. Or how you would want your daughter to be treated even, Mm -hmm. you know. Agreed. Um, Okay. Keep those standards high, ladies. (laughs) (laughs) Higher than the hand of Texas. (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, I love that. Um, Okay. This is a hot topic. Ooh, Claire loves this topic. Let me ask it. Okay. Claire, how do you feel about feminine energy? All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Let's get into it. Sitting in your femme. Sitting in your femme is my favorite phrase. <laughs> it is. <laughs> um, okay. This is something that is fairly new to me. I guess mm-hmm. I was introduced to another podcast. I listened to it on the Heart of Dating podcast. It was about the energetics of dating, which I had never heard before. But basically, it's talking about like the energy that you put out is – also changes like what you attract. Mm-hmm. So she talks about feminine energy, like sitting in your femme and how if I am giving off like feminine energy, I'll attract a masculine man and vice versa. If you're giving off masculine energy, you might attract a more feminine man, mm-hmm. which means essentially like, I don't know, everyone hears about or hears girls talk about like, I don't want to chase. Like I, I attract, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, whatever. Yeah. It's, but it's true. Like he is the one who initiates in my book. <laughs> he needs to get the material. <laughs> he needs to get the materials. <laughs> it's a TikTok. I'll just cut that off. <laughs> Wait, it's so funny though. It's so true. Well, at le- yeah, at least <sighs> what I want is a man to initiate. I'm not trying to initiate this and I'm not trying to chase a man, you know? Mm-hmm. So just don't want she that. talks about like sitting in your femme, being relaxed, like letting him pursues it's kind of the you. calm cool collected thing yes i think that there's so much truth to it and um i don't know i just i feel like when you go on a date and you're stressed out and you're trying to prove and you're giving proving Impress. energy yeah. like it just it's forcing it it doesn't feel right and um i don't know i just want a masculine man He's yeah. gonna step up and be like <laughs> Hey girl, <laughs> let me take you out. Exactly. Let me plan the date. Like, you know, I'm not trying to plan the dates. Like, I'll yeah. plan some of them, but like, I really want the man to like take the lead on that. Yeah, um, take initiative. Which for two. I'm not saying that's right for everyone, but there is a whole podcast on this. It's so interesting, and mm-hmm. I can't even explain it nearly as well as she can. But what do you think about all that, Miss Jess? Well, I need to listen to the podcast because mm-hmm. I that's been sitting not listened to from me for like a year. Yeah. And now I'm remembering that I need to listen to it. But I agree. I think there is something very attractive about kind of sitting back and like I said, being taking the more calm, cool, collected approach, coming from someone who can get very frazzled and just yeah. like worked up about things. I think it's it's kind of an active um a work in progress for me. I feel like yeah. to have to tell myself before before I go on a date, before I go anywhere, just to take a deep breath, calm down, be confident, and you know, walk in just calm and ready. Yeah, you're good. And I think that that 
I mean, that energy that you put out in the world, I'm not even like, I don't even know that much about the yeah, energies and yeah. whatnot. So take it's this with a grain of salt, but it's not weird. It actually makes a lot of sense. It, it makes so it's much not sense. like a bunch of craziness. But, but I also agree that what, what you put out there is also what you attract. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I guess I just, I feel like in my experience, the times where I've felt like, I feel like we've all had moments where you text a guy or something and you're like, mm-hmm. hey, hey. <laughs> like, remember, remember me? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm sure, you know, it, like it never works out. It's forcing it. The guy, if the guy doesn't want, if, if the guy wants to, he will. Agreed. So. If you want to, you will. Ladies, sit in your femme. Sit in your femme. Let him come to you. Let him- Obviously, you show interest back. Yeah, 100%. And I, and I don't think it's a altering personality thing no. it's within who you are like it's like a piece you can you can be super calm. outgoing and still sit in your femme yes. but it's just a confidence about you and kind of a light about you For that sure. that helps that helps show that confidence in who you are and show that you know what you're worth and yeah people can read it I mean it's mm-hmm. so easy to tell agreed genuine mm-hmm. from ingenuine you know agreed it's really interesting. Just go to the heart of dating, scroll through. I think it's like Rachel Cheryl, maybe who has her own podcast on on dating and energetics mm-hmm. of it all. And I'm so new to it, and it sounds so crazy, but it's like literally just the vibe you're putting out. It's so cool, cool Very stuff. Interesting. Okay, Claire, I now I have a fun question for you. Okay, what is your perfect first date? <laughs> <laughs> this is so hard. Um. I mean, ideally, I'd be like on a beach. I'd have a okay, beachfront yeah, dinner, and we walk the beach and just talk, <laughs> and it'd be so cute. Or like a beach picnic. I love that. So it's oh. so cute. Um, but if we're practical, and I'm in Texas, <laughs> <laughs> I would say I love doing an activity together. I think it's so fun. I love golfing. I think pickleball would mm-hmm. be fun. But then like a nice dinner. I'm a sucker for like a bougie dinner. So true. And just I don't know I just want to talk I just want to have a good conversation yes. and then maybe come home make some cookies or something I don't know watch a movie like just hang I I'm agree. quality time to my core Ooh, so. love languages love languages oh we can get <laughs> that's that. a good one <laughs> but yeah I mean if you say something else I'm probably like, ah, that's that. my ideal for yeah literally but yeah yeah there's so many different I don't know there's so many different fun date ideas out there but I kind of agree though I like if it's perfect weather like it is right now actually in Texas yes I love going on a walk or doing if you have the whole day I don't know something outside is always fun I like an activity too yeah um but yeah I love to go to dinner I love oh I do like to cook at home yes that's a fun fun date that's actually like one of my favorite Mm -hmm. first dates yeah staying in and cooking (laughs) at home I remember when I made Michael my first cheese board. <laughs> he was like, what is this? What the heck? <laughs> but yeah, it's always so much fun. Just kind of staying in, watching a movie, or doing marshmallows or something. Or like game night or something. Oh, game nights are the best. Yeah. Honestly, I'm very easy to please as long as I enjoy I the company. Honestly, We same. get along and you I'm make easily me entertained. <laughs> We're good. Agreed. <laughs> We're good to go. We can have fun anywhere. But I do like to enjoy a glass of wine and just mm-hmm. like talking. So Agreed. Um, speaking of that and quality time, let's talk about love languages yes. really quick. Oh my gosh. What are your... Wait, I need to pull them up. Love I kind of forgot. I think I basically determined that I'm all of them. <laughs> well, yes, like but you, you rank them. <gasps> I don't remember. Like, what's your top one or top three? 
Like which ones mean the most? Quality time. Acts of service is huge for me. That one is is so, and I wouldn't have really picked it, but at first, but Michael does that so much and I appreciate it so much. And I realize how much, I don't know, every time he does it, I realize how much I appreciate it. And I I think it's bumped it up the list. Yeah. So acts of service is huge. Quality time. That's an obvious big one to me. And probably physical touch. Like, I love, love to cuddle. Me I just too. think it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> it is so fun. I love talking about this stuff. And it's cool to learn other people's and see how others are loved. Plus, you can do that for your friends, like, mm-hmm. in different ways. You I know? agree. If your friends like gifts, bring them a few gifts. I know. Yeah. Because <laughs> some people really just appreciate that. Yeah. I'm, what And I know I'm quality time on all spectrums because mm-hmm. if I'm not spending time with my friends, I'm like, do they love me? Do they love me? <laughs> What's going on? No. Um, but mine is quality time, obviously. And then words of affirmation, mm-hmm. which is funny. I'm really bad at responding to it, but it means a lot. Yeah. Like, I'm so awkward if somebody gives me a compliment. I'm like, huh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> but it means the most to me. Yeah. And physical touch is right up there, number three. But Number three. I'm big on physical touch, but also not like PDA. Just Oh, yeah. I'm not a PDA gal either. No. But I don't really know about acts of service. Honestly, it's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> she said it's been a while since somebody gave yeah. me an act of service. Yeah, it really has been, to be honest. Um, gifts, I don't know. I mean, I think they're sweet. Like, I love receiving flowers and mm-hmm. stuff. But if you write me a letter with what I mean to you, I'm in tears. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I put gifts. I put I would put something like that in the category of gifts, I guess. No, that's more words. But if there's a really thoughtful gift, then it – I don't know. It means a lot. I, yeah. I just – I remember one specific year – like a couple years ago for Christmas, Michael gave me, it was a, it was like a five step gift Mm -hmm. and it was use this for when you need to relax and take a bath. Use this when you need to plan things out. And it was like a calendar of pictures of us. Use this when you're oversleeping and (laughs) you need another alarm. It's an alarm clock. It's just little things like that, that really show that somebody is paying attention to and wants to improve your life. Yeah. It's just, it's so meaningful. So, so true. Find somebody that this is why I'm makes them. you better <laughs> and <laughs> just kidding. Agreed. I'm going off full tangent. Full tangent. Um, no. But I love that. It's so fun. If you haven't taken it, take it and ask mm-hmm. what your friends are too. Maybe you can improve your friendships. True. I need Facts. to do that. Take my own advice. Yeah, me too. I need to retake the test. Yeah. I we really don't do know tonight. which one I am. Yeah, we should. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, thank you guys so much for listening. We've got more to come, different topics, but this one was the beast we had to tackle first. So hope you enjoyed. Thanks, everybody. See you next time. <laughs>